Hello and welcome to the Breaking Awesome Podcast. With you as not quite always, I am Matt coming to you from Southern Finney County where I am currently gambling all of my life's savings, hopes and dreams in the hope of an international grain disaster. Coming to us today from Derby, Kansas where he controls the internets from the comfort of his local Starbucks is my good friend Heath. Say howdy Heath. Howdy howdy. Performing all of the evil science in his evil lair high atop the beautiful town of Marion, Kansas, is my good friend Daniel. Say howdy, Dan. Greetings. And currently being washed down the Oswego River into the ocean is my good friend Kent. Say howdy, Kent. Chirp, chirp, He chirp. can't because he's drowned. It's very sad. I hope not. You know, that's not funny because some people really did drown. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. Got to wait till next next week. Actually, he's retreating. So we're here holding the line for him. He claims he's retreating. Yeah. I don't even know. Where is he retreating? Did he say? And why did we just find out about it like five minutes ago? Like, hey, I'm retreating. He didn't say. Well, you know, you don't plan those things. Just the battle gets too intense and you start falling behind. To, you got to retreat. It's a tactical. For like a week. It's a tactical decision. It's yeah. Like, oh, by the way, I'm going to be retreating for a week. Sorry. Is it his family retreat thing or is it a church thing? I don't know. I, I know he goes to Colorado like once a year, but I think there's a some there's some place either in Missouri or Arkansas that they go to as well. But I don't remember. Seems doubtful that they would go anywhere in Missouri or Arkansas right now because yeah. it's all being washed away what did he say they got two and a half more inches of rain yeah on top of five yeah on top of the five before that and matt got snow winter wonderland like 17 inches man it's all gone not quite but pretty much in less than like four or five days that's what i love Well, i mean it you know on sunday it was blizzarding by Tuesday, it was 65 degrees and sunny all day. That's what I love about Kansas. So it melted pretty quick. You get a big snow and then it's all gone in a couple of days. Except for Manhattan. That was the worst part about Manhattan, being down in that valley with all those trees. It would snow, and, and I'm talking about Manhattan, Kansas, for our listeners, where Kansas State is located. Is there another Manhattan? Yes, there is. Some people are confused uh, when you just say Manhattan. Anyway, when it snows there, it like sticks around for like a month and it gets really nasty and gross and black and yellow and all sorts of other colors. I like it when it snows and then it's just gone. We haven't had a good snow for probably five years up in these parts. Yeah, it's been at least three or four here around Wichita. Last two years, there's been almost nothing. Just we had like an inch two Easter's ago. And then we had an inch again this winter, like maybe somewhere in December, I think, early December. That's it. So what? what's up, Matt? What else is going on with all the the snow and the cleanup and stuff? There's a weather apocalypse and cutting trees all morning, every morning. We got a bucket calf today. Hey, you want some spent grains for your bucket calf? Um, Got some... Maybe later. <laughs> what kind of grains? Spent grains. Spent grains. I made some beer yesterday. Oh. Dist- distiller's grain? Yep. Yeah, I saw your experiment on uh, um, Instagram. Jenny said I had to get on some kind of social network. So I did. Liked it. Which experiment? Your, uh, can I say this on the podcast? Sure. Your, your arrogant Buster. Experiment. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, Keith. come on. You can't say arrogant. Buster. <laughs> you know, when you go back and. Ken's going to be really upset. Yeah, you're right. When you go back and scramble that, it's going to sound way worse than it really is. That's like a PG word. But although that is the word that I thought I, the teacher and everyone in my kindergarten class had thought I had said. And I got dragged to the principal's office and spanked when really I had just said Buster. <laughs> My best friend at the time clapped his 
hand over his mouth and pointed at me and made the um sound. She just grabbed me and dragged me to the principal's office. And they spanked you without even like, hey, what did you say? No trial or anything. Yeah, nobody asked me. And the whole time I'm like screaming, I didn't know that was a bad word. So when they spanked me, I didn't even know really why they spanked me. Talk about injustice, right? You didn't go for double jeopardy? (laughs) And say it over and over? (laughs) Well, they already... I didn't know Buster was a bad word. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. When did they tell you what word they thought you said? Nobody ever did tell me. I assumed later on that they thought... Maybe Buster was a bad word in your school. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. We also had the pink room in our school. Did any of you guys have that? It was essentially a closet in the principal's office painted pink with a desk in it, a small like kid's desk. And if you were bad and you needed to calm down, you got sent to the pink room in the principal's (laughs) office. And it was totally pink. (laughs) We did not, we did not, I did not have a pink room. You didn't have a pink room? No. But I think there was a place to do stuff in the principal's office like that. Yeah, I never actually but I didn't got go around saying the word buster, so I didn't. <laughs> well, I I skipped the pink room, man. I just went right to the paddle. And then when I got back to the kindergarten room, a, a paddle, really? Yeah, he used to, yeah, used to paddle on me. And when I got back to the room, one of the other kids asked if it had nails in it, <laughs> the paddle, and I just looked at him like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't roll with that? <laughs> I was five at the well, time. Yeah, it did. Had like ten nails in it. <laughs> they were all rusty. <laughs> yeah. But it was just the the blunt side of them. So, you know. Today you would have gone from like blue to green on your color chart for the day. Except you might have gone all the way to red. Yeah. Depending Buster. on what they thought I said. Right. It wasn't until much later that I kind of thought, maybe they thought I said something else even, but we won't go into it on the podcast. I'm running on the theory that they really thought you said buster. And, <laughs> and that's that was a really bad word there. Yeah. We'll probably get negative comments. Hey, speaking of comments, let's not forget to get to our fan mail by the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah, with the question for Kent. All right. That'll, that'll go great. Dang, I was just... Good idea, Heath. I was thinking about... They mentioned Dan, and I forgot it was question. Okay, never mind. We'll do it in the next one. Yeah, Dan's already failing at the feedback request. Sorry. Part of the feedback was that Dan needs to talk more. (sighs) Well, we cut Matt off from talking about his bucket calf. Sorry. Matt, explain... It's not not actually my bucket calf. What is... What makes it... Dan's bucket calf. See... I know what a calf is. What makes it a bucket calf? Well, a bucket calf, or I mean, it's really more a bottle calf. Um, uh, Generally, it means that its mother died. Ah, uh, So so you would feed feed it from a bucket, only really it's a bottle. You can use a bucket if you want, but it's a lot easier to use a bottle. Less messy? Yeah. I was picturing something much cuter. (laughs) Than the picture he sent? (laughs) No, yeah, a little calf that could fit in a bucket. (laughs) <laughs> tiny calf a little little lap calf <laughs> no just a regular size one. Oh, okay <laughs> then you said bottle calf and i got really excited <laughs> no it was crazy though because so a week ago marissa was like i don't know if i'm gonna have it because she had said a long time ago well we'll get you a calf when the time comes. And then like a week ago, she's like, <laughs> what? This is really weird. <laughs> I, it's what? just weird. That Jenny's hi, in Jenny. here. Matt says, hi. <laughs> she's getting stuff. I think she's, she's doing. <laughs> she's going to start folding laundry. and Yeah. She's doing housewife stuff. All right. She's Are gone. your kids going to come in in the background too? <laughs> they better not. Try to push them away. Because they're supposed to be in bed. They're going to try to give me a hug and I'll be like, get off. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's going to wander in and then Ethan will come stro- in his stroller and then Jenny will climb in behind you and <laughs> with their pants half down. <laughs> what are you talking Isn't about? That, okay. We're referencing that. Wasn't it a CNN interview? 
Oh, <laughs> where the uh, what yeah, was the mom that? comes in with her. Well, her pants are like unbuttoned, like she was in the restroom or something. <laughs> I like, did not notice that part of the yeah, video. Chasing after her kids. <laughs> you got a good eye, Dan. That's funny. Anyway, Marissa. So, like a long time ago, Marissa's like, "Yeah, we'll get you a calf." And then a week ago, she's like, "I don't know that we're gonna have any. We we've really done well. We don't we don't we might not have any." And then like. Uh, you know, before the weekend, she was like, okay, we, if you come by on Monday, we got three to choose from. And then um, by the time we got there on Tuesday, this is going to be a sad blizzard, story. We had 15 to choose from oh, and they man. had like another 15 laid out dead behind the barn. And I mean, oh, cattle don't do well in these That's spring awful. blizzards. Yeah, I heard that. Um, and this was like, the crazy some guy from australia asked me on my instagram if this happened a lot on my one of my pictures of the wheat buried in snow and it was like well um he's like how often does this happen <laughs> like well before yesterday i would have said never ever ever <laughs> so once it happens once yeah in the last 150 years it was insane i mean that's a I think probably about because the snow was melting the whole time it was falling. So yeah. I think that's probably the biggest snowfall I've ever seen. And it's definitely the most moisture in a snowfall I've ever seen about the heaviest, mm. wettest snow I've ever seen in my whole life. And it was on April 30th. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah There's a ranch close to you that lost what, 350 head of cattle. Yeah, I, w I would believe it. And, right. and there's a lot of like, like I, I had a, a friend of mine that does seed wheat, um, they were still looking on Tuesday or Wednesday. They were still missing 60 head of cattle. Yeah, I heard thousands died in Colorado, too. It's a bad year for cattle. The fires earlier in the year. The podcast's kind of depressing whenever we talk about cattle. <laughs> if if somebody who like listens to the podcast not from around here is going to be like, this is awful. <laughs> Just everyday life in Kansas. Yeah. But anyway, Anna got a, a, a bucket calf, and his name is Ferdinand St. Francis. <laughs> she pretty excited? He's adorable. Everybody's excited. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's excited. I'm excited. I've never had a cow. Uh, uh, I've, I've never owned a bovine before. <laughs> a cattle? Yeah. Well, I don't know, because it's... I've never owned a calf before because it's not a yeah. cow. Right. I don't want to look dumb in front of all the cool ranchers that we got listening. Cow, listen to that guy. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, Betsy said cow in front of the kids and got lambasted. <laughs> From the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're a legitimate farm now. Yep, he's a little bull calf. You, you need to paint your barn red. And it is, oh... Well, the pro they didn't have red in stock at Menards, and I didn't want to or special order it. Lame. I really thought about it. Really? Because, because the shop's red, and now I just have this little green barn slash carport. <laughs> you can always paint it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get to that. Just so you have a red barn. Anyway, Anna wanted to name him uh, Ferdinand, and Jimmy insisted that he be named St. Francis. So that's why the name... Ferdinand St. Francis, since you're not going to ask. That's a, that's a good compromise. <laughs> I, it just made sense to me. I didn't need to ask. Yeah, patron saint of bovine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jimmy found out about St. Francis and that St. Francis is like the big animal saint. And right. so Jimmy is a big animal. I mean, that's he likes animals, pretty much all yeah. he cares about. <laughs> cool. Yeah, see, it makes sense. So did you guys? I don't think is all dead. You think so that's it good? Could be some dead though. Uh, gonna wait and see. I, there's one field that has me kind of worried, but I think it's gonna be all right. I'm a I'm a lot more of an optimist of a lot of these guys. But I will say, I saw some pictures from southwest of here today, and wow, they really, really got hit bad. Um, anything? Cause you know I plant later than everybody else, so. My wheat wasn't as far along, so it, it really didn't get hurt as bad. And apparently we didn't get, I don't know what it was about 
what they got down southwest of us, but it looked well. I mean, a yeah. big part of it is just the wheat was further along, so oh yeah, it's a lot easier to. Yeah, I was going to say they had a lot of snap stem because uh-huh. as the stem you know gets taller on the wheat plant, it just gets thinner and more brittle, and so they just had a lot of stems that just flat out snapped in two, whereas mine are just pretty bent on the one field. Hmm. But I think it'll still make wheat pretty bent. So, but we'll see. We're gonna find out. Yeah, you had that one year where the wheat was all laying down when you harvested it. That, that was last year. Was that just last, last year? year? Yeah. yeah. And and what's great is that now it's all going to be laying down flat by the time harvest gets here again. So yeah, I'm real excited. <laughs> so all I thought, you know, cutting that wheat at 1.7 miles an hour, lugging the combine down was, I can't wait. I sure hope I get to do this again some year. <laughs> Surprise. It's just the new thing. It's the new norm now. Get used to it, Matt. I just wonder how many mice die when you have to harvest that low. I'd be interested in that. Do you think more mice die than cattle? Depressing. Probably. I don't know. I bet the mice are okay. They can really scrunch down. They just go down in their holes when they hear you coming. You've seen the secret of Nim, right? Wasn't it the secret of Nim? Yeah, you that mean docu- that he's read that documentary. Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. What? That's a book? <laughs> Just watch the movie. That was me playing Ken's part on the podcast. It's good. Thanks. You need to have a better laugh. This is going to be the worst podcast ever because it doesn't have Ken's laugh the whole, th- the whole <laughs> way through. Yeah, it's not the same. Kind of like that. We should all try an imitation of Ken's laugh. Dan, give it a go. <laughs> It's very jolly. Yeah, thanks. But still, forced. no can't. All right, Matt. <laughs> woo! Ha! Oh, woo! Woo! <laughs> Bonus on the woo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. We should save that your laugh and then start putting it over Kent's and see if anybody notices in the other, later podcasts. Yeah. So, did you get all the branches cleaned up in oh, town? Oh, my goodness, no. Really? No, on Gillespie, it's, I mean, because that's like, what is probably a full acre, that yard. Really? All those trees. Is it really that big? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because Gillespie, yeah, yes. Is anybody living there now? No. Okay. I didn't realize it was a full acre. You know, this is my new goal is, I think, when one of the boys comes and, and, and starts farming, that maybe... At some point, they can move into our house and and we'll move to town and move into Gillespie. Because there's got to be somebody that's willing to put in all the work that it's going to take to fix it up. And you can't really afford to pay somebody else to do it unless you're really rich. But maybe we'll be really rich because of the international grain disaster that's coming. <laughs> and your bumper crop this year from all the wet snow. Well, I mean... Maybe. Like a, a huge... Huge wheat disaster is is really the best possible outcome for me because I have all that seed wheat that I can't sell. Hey, maybe there'll be a war against North Korea. You, your wish could come true, Matt. There you go. Boom. You can only hope, right? I can only hope for that wonderful war. <laughs> we need to get a war out of the way right now while my boys are, are young enough to not see your your boys are getting closer, Heath, for you got to start not oh, wanting more. Yeah. Well, if it's like Afghanistan or something, then Jacob I guess will, it's still going on, isn't it? Jacob so. would be old enough. Yeah, but they're not drafting anyone. It's right. not, not bad enough. Anyway, more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of cattle dying and mice and war. Anyway. Well, so, Heath, what's up? I'm glad you asked, Dan. So this week, um, I don't remember what brought it on, but Jenny looked up internet options. I guess it was time to, to look into stuff. And, uh, and she found that AT&T fiber is now offered in our area, which has 1000 megabyte, megabit, 1000 megabit internet. Matt's throwing stuff at the, at the computer guess how much eighty dollars i don't want to know eighty dollars for a thousand megabit bits full gigabit 
but they also had a hundred megabit for 60 bucks. And Jenny talked me into just going with that because she's like, what do we need a full gigabit for? And wouldn't it be nice to save money? And I was like, whatever, sure. But then when she called to cancel Cox, of course she went to the retention office. So we kind of pulled an old uh, Wagner trick here and they were like, well, roach roach trick too. Yeah. Oh, roach. That's where I first heard about it. So, um, so Cox was like, well, we can give you 150 megabytes for, I think it was six. Yeah. For the same price for 60 bucks. So 50 megabytes more megabits. And then you don't have to go through the trouble of switching. So we're at 150 megabits now. It's pretty awesome. Pretty much everything loads instantly. So anyway, that so there's that good news. And while you were suffering this snow apocalypse there in Garden City, you're looking up internet prices in Garden City, aren't you? I, Matt's I, Googling. I, I can see it. <laughs> I was right. Anyway, the weather's been beautiful around here. We got an inch and a half of rain, and then it's just been gorgeous every night. So Jenny and I sit out back on the patio and watch and do bird watching. That's been a lot of fun. We've got... Um, Orioles, which are my new favorite bird because they're like orange and black with maybe some yellow on them and they have a really pretty song. You got a good picture of a, of a, a bird last week, Matt. Did you look up what it was? Oh, I already knew what it was because it was Chris's first guess on the last bird picture I had posted. <laughs> so what is it? So I already knew what it was. It's an ibis. That's what I thought. I don't remember the specific kind of ibis, but... And we've got, we'll have ibis in our backyard, but they're more of like a slate blue color. They don't have that like rainbow color on the one that you took a picture of. That's pretty cool. I had the special one. And I wonder if that was like, you know, when it's mating season. I mean, it took me like eight hours to Photoshop that bird. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it started out really ugly. Let me tell you. <laughs> he was really just kind of a brown and gray color. Right. But I wonder if if it's the same ibis that we have, but it, it was mating season or something. And so it had all its plume, colorful plume or something. Cause I know the herons will do that. We've got herons around here, the, especially the snow ones, um, will get all kinds of like plumage going out and stuff. Anyway, I don't know. We'll, we'll need to put a picture of that on the blog. God, you're getting old. You're yeah. a bird watcher. Now, bird man. watching. Well, I don't, and I don't have to leave my backyard, so that that helps. Well, that's how it starts. <laughs> Red. Pretty soon, you're going to be taking like international trips just to see birds. You know, they are really cool. I will admit. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a redheaded woodpecker that'll come out there, start pecking away on our cottonwood tree in the backyard. That's neat. Yeah. What was the first bird you talked about? Because I wasn't listening. Because I was looking up how much I pay for internet. How much do you pay? 50. <laughs> 50. Four. But if I, it, for, for three. For three megabits. If, if I, megabits? I could pay, yeah. I could pay 65 and I could get up to four. <laughs> it was an Oriole was the, the first bird that I talked about. Ah. Have you seen an Oriole in real life? Because I don't think I'd ever seen one until our backyard here. They're really cool. See them all the time. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Cool. If you know what you're looking for. Well, I do because I've seen them. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. More of a Cardinals fan, but, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've had, had from some Cardinals in the backyard, too. Barn swallows. Those are cool, too. I don't really have any ties to Baltimore, so. Well, yeah, I don't care about that although i i get why they would name a baseball team after that bird now because it's oh a really no cool maybe bird. i don't know what the bird was oh but maybe oh your ibis no that's not it um so the first bird was a long-billed curlew i didn't see your first bird oh here it is here it is i think i think that's what it is hold on glossy ibis i think Okay, glossy ibis. Ooh, the glossy ibis. Yep, yep. 
It's got to be. Yeah. Cool. As opposed to the satin or eggshell ibis. Yeah, it was it was definitely a glossy ibis. Anyway, that was what Chris guessed on the long-billed curlew, which, I mean, if you know what a long-billed curlew looks like. It's nothing you know like what an a, ibis. What a ridiculous uh, guess that was. Well. My favorite bird's the phoenix. That's not a real bird, Dan. It's my favorite. Can't have a fictional bird or mythological bird for your favorite. It's your favorite mythological bird. Just because it went extinct. (laughs) How could it go extinct, man? It would rise from the ashes. Yeah, with fire. But if you drown one... (laughs) Depressing. (laughs) So are you saying that they went extinct in the flood? They didn't make it on the ark? Is that what... That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Because oh, it was an actual event. There you go. Not gonna go along with the dragons. <laughs> yep. Actually, the dragons, <clears throat> according to the go. Bible, had to have survived because Job mentions them. No, that was pre-Diluvian. Job was what? Yeah. No man. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the timeline, it's pre-Diluvian. It was anyway. It was the oldest written book, but. I don't think it, you know, we really don't know, to be honest. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, isn't it mentioned in, well, I guess it's in the Apocrypha. Oh yeah. That's in Matt's Bible. Yeah. Bell and the dragon. That's during the time of the, that's, uh, Daniel's time, isn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that during the, when they were in exile? Yeah. Exile. Matt's looking it up. <laughs> so I've also I've been reading Lord of the Rings again giving it another go through because Jacob just recently read it and I was like I should read it too again I mean so how are the songs coming along yeah good so yeah I mentioned that uh, my band that's where my band idea came from called Poor Old Bill which is said by uh, Sam when they have to send Bill the pony away at when they're going into the mines of Mariah or Moria. Does he say poor old Bill? He says poor old Bill. Yes. No way. And I was like, yes, band name. And I'd already been thinking that we needed, that somebody needed to cover all of the different songs in Lord of the Rings. So, and the trouble with this Heath is, is that, <laughs> um, no, there's no trouble. It's Matt. all copyrighted and, and the people that own the copyright happen to be fabulously wealthy just recently. So, <laughs> hmm. now I got a dragon in Isaiah twenty-seven. I got a dragon in David fourteen, and I got a dragon in two places in Revelation. But it doesn't mention a dragon in uh, the uh, in, what is it? Deuterocanonical, whatever. Did you it's just not say in the apocrypha? The Book of David. That's not a yeah, book. Yeah, we don't man. use that word, Dan. Well, yeah, I know you don't, but <laughs> I do. I don't remember what word we do use, so I can't tell you. But Bell and the Dragon has a dragon in it, doesn't it? Apparently not. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you sure that one's not pseudopigrapha? Oh, my goodness. Now I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> what are you Save saying, Bell and the for... Dragon? What is that like a Disney movie? That <laughs> sounds like a Disney Bell movie. Bell and the Dragon. No, Bell was with the Beast. Chapter 14 of the Extended Book of Daniel. Ah, the Extended the Book of Daniel. The original Septuagint yes. text survives in a single manuscript. Oh, well, I X. said Chapter 14 of Daniel. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. <clears throat> I have more Daniel than you do? Really? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Cool. Uh-huh. Man, lucky. Daniel's a cool book too. I got bonus. It's it's like I I I, I bought the uh, the uncut version, the deluxe, the deluxe album, the extended version. They yep. put on the the bonus tracks. Yeah, well, most <laughs> of the stuff that gets cut really isn't. I mean, there's a reason they cut it, you know. Still, it's pretty good stuff. <laughs> No, I'm just going to look it up because I don't actually remember where Daniel is. Well, (laughs) it's in the Old Testament. So before I I heard poor old Bill or read poor old Bill, I um, 
I was thinking a fatty lumpkin would be a good band name. Dang, that would be a good band name too. But no, you now you're just giving them away, Keith. <laughs> yeah, but we're not gonna really do a band. But you already bought the domain poorbill.com since I, I told you to. I was at work. I was busy. That's what you do at work is run the internet. <laughs> Not my personal internet. Pooroldbill.com. It looks like somebody has it. It's recently been listed in the marketplace. Please click here to inquire. It's probably like $5,000 because it's a really awesome domain. We will review offers of $500 US dollars or more. So we'd have to make an offer for over $500. Okay, so not pooroldbill.com, pooroldbill.net. No, so we need to set up a, a whatever they call it. Oh, 404 on that. Fattylumpkin.com is... A Patreon thinking. account, and then all our listeners can give us money so we can buy so pooroldbill.com. <laughs> we should. What did you say? Fatty Lumpkin is available? Nope. No, see, some... L-O-T-R fan. Surely somebody's registered that. MattyLumpkin.com <laughs> I just laugh every time I say that name. Mate Shanker. And the, the great... Shanker. Okay. The great thing about Fatty Lumpkin is that you have to be a true fan and actually have read the books and not just watch the movie because Fatty Lumpkin is not in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same with Tom Bombadil. It's yeah, surely that's taken. I wonder if like Chris Tolkien is out there registering well, all I mean, those domains. Like, poor old Bill. I mean, that's. I mean, it was pretty obscure until you talked about it on the podcast. Now, I'll, oh hey, that's another thing. So, do you guys want to hear our stats? Our recent stats. Let me pull it up. If you'll remember, at the very beginning of April, I said. We, I think we will double our stats in April over March. And in March, I think we had like, I don't have the stats in front of me now because I, I don't have fancy stats. It was like 34 download, unique downloads in March and like 50 or so total. And in April, it's 146 unique. 196 total. And of course, so we're you were way off in thousands. Yeah, I was, I you undershot completely it. Completely wrong. We, yeah, we quadrupled. That was a terrible guess. <laughs> yeah. Boy, now I'm really tempted to boil together pitch fat and hair and make them into cakes and feed them into some sort of animal to see if, <laughs> see what happens. That is a wacky story. Yep. Wait, what are you talking about? We're still on Bell and the Dragon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's really random. So is that what both of you guys are doing now? You're reading the extended version of Daniel? <laughs> I was looking at Tom It's, it's like the Lord of the Rings extended <laughs> version of the movies. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, but there's still no Tom Bombadil or Fatty Lumpkin in the extended versions. Oh, I so I want my money back. And Frodo is still badly miscast. Really? You didn't like Frodo? He's way too young. Yeah, he is, he's supposed he's to way be too, way, he's supposed, he's supposed to be, to be older than I mean the the, yeah. the whole dynamic is off between him and Sam and him and Mary and Pippin too. Yeah. But he did he was supposed to look young cuz he had had the ring for like No, he'd had the ring years. since since no, he was 33. He'd had it since he was 53. Oh, I guess since he was 33. So you're right. So but he still looked like but he was that's 20. Still a lot older than Mary and Pippin and Yeah. Sam. Yeah. By the way, Gandalf dies at the end. It's very sad. Of the Fellowship of the Rings, I'm still... They just left. He actually dies kind of in the middle. Yeah, but no, it's really in the... Because really the council's in the middle. The first half of the book is just them getting to Rivendell. He dies in the third quarter. Yeah, but it's kind of the... That's the climax. And then there's a lot of falling action. Yeah, I think so. They just left Lothlorien. So don't tell me what happens at the end. I listened to it recently. Yeah, I'm actually... I was building the bathroom. That's what I'm doing is listening to it. <clears throat> you just said you were reading it. Eh, same thing. 
Except when you listen to it, a guy sings it the songs to you, which is cool. Yeah, you, you the like guy that reads. Uh, you like the songs, huh? Cool. Yeah, it's it, good stuff. That's really the only. I mean, he's good, but sometimes his voices all meld together, and I'm like, wait, who is supposed to be saying that? And it's not very yeah. clear. Yeah, I mean the characters, but his voice is astounding. Yeah, his voice is good. He could not good. do any characters, and I would listen to him read for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I like it. I like him. I just wish that he kept... Sometimes, like, his his Sam will sound like Frodo or Boromir. Or, yeah. He doesn't distinguish I mean, his, no, his voice. He's no Simon. Vance, but he's good. Who's that? He's who reads, uh, he reads a lot of books, but he reads the Aubrey Maturin series. I haven't heard it. I might be wrong about his last name, but I know it's Vance is his, la- is his, is his last name. I be, might be wrong about his first name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he reads the Aubrey Maturin series, and I've heard him, let's see, he read Three Musketeers. He read Nicholas Nickleby. He reads a lot of the books that I l- listen to. Cool. He's really good. His characters are all distinct. And not only that, but like once in a while you'll get characters in different books that are close. Yeah. But they're still not quite the same. Like two different, like you'd think he'd just have a list of characters and use that same voice in different books. Right. But no, they're all just a little bit different. I'm trying to think of, I've been mostly listening to nonfiction lately. So, well, no, I screwed up. See, and what happened was, I ended up with two Harry Potter books at the same time. <laughs> and so it's terrible. And now, and then it snowed. And so I could have listened to them all easily while I was planning. But now I, I, I can't really listen to them while I'm running the chainsaw because <laughs> it's just too intermittent of a noise. Yeah. And there's too much to think about because you got to think about if I cut this branch, will I die? Sort of thing. <laughs> oh, I know. I hate doing and, the chainsaw. <laughs> And then, um, so yeah, so now I'm just like slugging through the fourth book of Harry Potter. But like before, like I, cause there's like 50, you sign up for one of them from the library and like there's 50 people on the waiting list. Yeah, I know. And they have like eight copies. So like I was getting them like once every month or two, which I was pretty good, but somehow I ended up with two at the same time now that are expired two days apart. And uh I don't even know. And you feel bad checking them out again because right. there's so many people on the wait list. But, oh, sorry, everyone that's waiting for book number five from the Kansas library. It's my fault. You can leave nasty comments on BreakingAwesome.com to Matt. Yeah, uh, Ethan loves the Harry Potter books, and he's probably listened to them each ten times maybe because he'll, he'll just listen to them while he's doing other stuff. And for about a year and a half, that's like all he did. He just listened to them over and over again. And we just keep checking them out, whichever one we could check out. He'd listen to them falling asleep. But it, those are really well done audiobooks too. I mean, he's no Simon Vance, but he does do a good job. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Now I'm going to have to look up what the guy's name actually is. <laughs> Jim Dale? Well, no, I know Jim Dale reads Harry Potter, but Simon Vance. Oh, okay. My favorite. Hey, so Dan, what's up with you? Oh, you know. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> no, I've I've been battling cars, never ending battle with my junkers. So Sarah drives, my wife drives uh like I don't know, five, six hundred miles a week. Oh man. <clears throat> to her, her grad school program and internships. And we've got this 97 Chevy Lumina. Normally, it's pretty reliable. But lately, it's just been cutting out. So it's no done reason. it more? Because I know it happened once. Yep. Yeah, and I've replaced parts on it. And it, it stalled out about, I don't know, a half hour from our house. And um, mm. I went down and got her, gave her you know, the car that worked. And um, I tried to troubleshoot. Uh, there at the toll plaza, which is where it broke down, couldn't get it to start, called a tow truck. He towed it to a mechanic. Uh, the mechanic looked at it, 
and said, uh, called me up the next day and said, well, I went out there to the yard and it started right up. Mm. And we've been driving around all morning and can't get it to shut down. (laughs) So I'm like, oh man. Seriously, with all the diagnostic tools you have, you can't figure out anything. So that that was pretty frustrating. So I'm just, at this point, I'm replacing parts. I'm like reading forums about common problems with cars and are just replacing parts. And it's just Hmm. frustrating. So that's, uh, that's, that's been my battle for the past two weeks. And uh, my kids, my, my youngest kids, have learned how to spell poop. <laughs> and so I'm getting these, these post-it notes with, you know, poop <laughs> on my desk, in my drawers, and my bedside table. And I got one the other day that said, I heart poop. <laughs> And this is my, my kindergartner and my preschooler. And up till now, my preschooler has just been just writing random letters. That's how she, she writes her words. And so they, she likes the letter X. X shows up a lot. So she'll be spelling out like I-O-X-T-T-O-O. And then she'll ask me to sound it out. There aren't a lot of kids her age that use the X. A lot of them shy away from the X. But she embraces it. Uh, good for her. Yeah. So she, I don't know, it may be ancient Greek, I don't know, that she's channeling from a, another life. It's actually a key. Yeah. She's trying to spell the name of God. Yep. Um, in the, yeah. In the meantime, uh, your other kids are, sp- are writing poop on everything. <laughs> so, they, you know, they've all taken to, to writing poop, all four of them. <laughs> you know, Speaking of of cars, you thought I was going to say speaking of poop, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> we had when when Jenny and I first got married in in college, she had this uh, this t- Ford Tempo, and it would stop just it, very intermittently. It would not. We couldn't start it, and it was like you would turn the key and nothing would happen at all. Um, and we took it in probably a dozen times to different places and had different people look at it and nobody could ever figure it out. We had like the, the alternator, the starter replaced all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and it was, are we not saying last names anyway, Richard who has a, who lived out kind of past where your dad's place is, you know who he is. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep. He, he finally, he looked at it probably five or six times for us. And he showed us, cause for a while we would just jump, we would, uh, we would pop the clutch. And when we lived on a, a street that had like an incline, I would park it on the incline when I had to go to class early in the morning and then, you know, get in and I'd get it all situated. I'd start running it down the hill and then hop in it, which I almost died a couple times doing that to pop the clutch. And, um, and so he, at one point showed us how we could like short the starter using a a screwdriver. And I don't remember exactly what we did, but that was a big help. But eventually he figured out and you know what it was? Some wiring harness. It was just a loose wire. And once he fixed, once he just, you know, put it in better, we never had that problem again. Just got to find the right wire though. Yep. So yeah, last week I had to have my neighbor come over and jumpstart my tractor with a screwdriver. Really? <laughs> Cause at 4430, I got it. I got the, the gear shifter unsynced from the transmission. And so like, I thought it was going into reverse and not first, but in fact it was going into first. It just, the gear shift wasn't going all the way forward. Huh. And so then I'd pull it back into reverse and then I'd let off the clutch and it, and it wouldn't run cause it wasn't in gear and it, it wants to kill the engine when you do that on a 4430, which I'm sure you're all familiar oh, with right, which sure. listening from home that, you know, that classic, uh, quad, quad range transmission on the 4430. But anyway, and what I did, I screwed up and I shut the tractor off because I thought, well, maybe if I shut it off, I'll, it'll be easier to shift because I don't know why. I'm thinking it's like a car or something. But, um, And anyway, they have a neutral start safety. And to get to neutral, it, as you'll remember from 
the quad range, you have to go through first and second and then up to neutral. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you're all familiar with it. Um, and so if you can't get, so anyway, so the gear shifter has to go to first and then it goes sideways to second and then back up to neutral. Okay. And because it wasn't going all the way up to the first position, I couldn't go sideways. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get into second no matter what. And so I couldn't get into neutral. And so then I tried and I brought my pickup over there and I would like pull it a little bit because I thought, well, maybe if I can get the wheels to spin, it'll move the, cause I was thinking I was out of the, the transmission itself was out of sync. I didn't realize that I was actually getting into first gear mm -hmm. anyway. So then Boyd came over. Um, I called him with his pickup cause I'm like, well, maybe I need someone driving the pickup at the same time I'm trying to shift. And that didn't work. So finally it was like, well, we just got to get it started again and see what we can do with it running. And so, uh, then we had to pull off the, uh, fancy John Deere thing that makes it so you can't start it with a screwdriver and then he started <laughs> he jumped it while because I had to hold it on the clutch in the clutch because otherwise you know it would have run over and killed him right or me if I had done it with you know so we if you tried to do people. it alone right yeah there's a reason so anyway, they have that cover on it and then it turned out that it it was in first and not in reverse but I still didn't know what was going on but then I did actually get it moving and then moved it you know, just for a little while and then it worked like normal again. So, huh? Like everything got back in the, the right thing groove. about last names, Heath is that like, I understand that people are going to figure out our last names and that's cool. And they're going to figure out if they want to every single thing about us. And that's all right too. But what I don't want is someone to listen to the podcast for like all of a minute and know my full name and where I live. Yeah. If you that really want what, to, you could figure it out. That's what it was. But like, if you want to no, listen to the cool. whole podcast and figure it out, I'm cool with that. But it was just the right random stranger listening to it for five minutes and knowing everything about me that and I what, didn't like about that. And what Matt's referring and then, to. And then people that aren't on the podcast. Well, I think they know he, they listened to the podcast <laughs> and heard the awkward silence, the awkward tone of your voice. Yeah. Um, and the introduction last week. Yeah. So, but I think people that aren't associated with podcasts, I try not to use last names because, you know. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I didn't even think about it. It didn't even cross my mind when we did it. So, well, I wish I had figured out how to do the beeps before because it sounded better if I beeped out the last name than uh, if I reversed. You know, if somebody's, if somebody's no, not it sounded pain. better, Heath, the, with the beep. Okay. It sounded better. I trust you. But, if you're not paying that close of attention or you don't know that it's there, I think a lot of people wouldn't even realize that you cut it. I realize. Yes, you know. I, I know. Because I know what I said, and I said our last names. Also, anyway. it's funny because, like, like the three of you, like, if you Google the three of you's names, you get nowhere. Because but there's so many But if you Google my others, name, you yeah. know exactly every single detail about my entire life because there's only one. That's really bizarre. Anyway. Bizarre awesome. <laughs> you broke awesome. So, Dan, what, what else is going on in your life, man? Um, well, I made beer yesterday, and I finished The Handmaiden's just, Tale. Just took you one day to make beer? Yeah. About four hours. How was it? How was the beer? Yeah. How does it taste? Well, I won't know for another. So it didn't take three you weeks. just four hours yeah, to make a beer. Surprised. Come on, man. Okay, the brewing you, process. Because you don't actually have beer yet, or if you do, it doesn't taste very good. I could make it beer if I wanted to. In four hours four. is what you're saying? No, in a couple hours. <laughs> it just wouldn't Before taste. Carbonate well. it. Yeah. You it need to, you need good, to perfect and patent a quick brew beer system, Dan, that you can sell. For those yeah, who can't that would require some freakish, some like mutated yeast. Oh, you could do it, Dan. I believe in you. Yeah, I think you could too. If okay. anybody yeah. could come up with freakish yeast, it's you. <laughs> Just genetically engineer that stuff. I mean, okay. the original genetic on. engineers, they used a like a, an actual 22 rifle to do it. So you could rig it up yourself. 
Or cool. just, yeah. or just, you know, use CRISPR. On list. Use CRISPR. Yes, the magic of CRISPR. Just start splicing genes and what's, stuff. Come what's on, CRISPR. Yeah, CRISPR, the the gene editing tool. There's, it's actually somebody combined it with a better method now. CRISPR something something. CRISPR Cas nine. Say it again, Dan. CRISPR what? <clears throat> CRISPR Cas nine. Yeah. And that's going to be, that is where Gattaca, our future in 10 years of Gattaca is going to happen. Never heard of it. Really? Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, that should be an art news article we talk about next week. All the magic of CRISPR Cas9. So you made beer, Dan, and what else did you say? I finished the Handmaid's that's Tale. That's what you said, Handmaid's Tale. Um, yeah. Man, I read the the Wikipedia page on that. And I was like, I have no desire to see this whatsoever. <laughs> Looks like liberal finim, feminist tripe to me. Yeah. Based on the well, Wikipedia article on the original stories. Yeah. I thought it was a good book. What is that? Did you, um, I didn't send it, but to you guys, but did you see the onion video of the guy from Pennsylvania? Like the factory worker that, read a book on modern feminism and realized that it was wrong to vote for Donald Trump. Did you see that video? I read 800 pages of feminist yeah, literature. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch that video? Yeah. And realized it was what? I mean, basically my impression was that The Handmaid's Tale was basically along the same lines as the book that he's like uh, worldview wise. Yeah. I mean, it deals a lot. It deals with gender politics, but it's, it's a dystopian kind of an alternate reality um, type timeline, I guess, <clears throat> where women have been subjugated into a caste system where you have women who are just breeders and women who are just, um, you know, take care of those women. And then you have the wives who are the elite, um, but still have no power. <laughs> the men are still the hierarchy in the uh -huh. society. But it was uh, it was good. I mean, it raised a lot of a lot of interesting questions. And so, you agree with the Pennsylvania factory guy on the Onion video? now? <laughs> <laughs> you're like that is so true. It's you're like that's funny because it's true. <laughs> what was the conclusion that the guy made in the video? After that he regretted voting for Donald Trump because he was supporting it, the you know the male uh, controlled society blah blah right. blah. Right. <laughs> that is an interesting book that you chose. So, so Dan agrees with it. Yeah. But he stopped talking. Talk. No, more, I, I was I was just waiting for you to finish. Do I do I agree with it? The the thing is, it doesn't. It, it raised questions. It didn't really answer them. You know, I think that's what a good book does. It, no. it doesn't take a stance. I mean, it, it it shows the subjugation of women in an alternate timeline, but it has historical precedent, you know. So you agree that the subjugation <clears throat> of women is good is what you're saying? No. No. Or that no, we I... shouldn't judge <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> what? That, that's what you're saying. I'm just trying to clarify... No. No, so I'm that not everybody that. understands what you're saying. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Don't judge other people's culture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I think you can judge other people's cultures. Oh, so you can judge other people's cultures. Sure. All right. You do it all the time. Well, I don't. <laughs> so would you recommend the book? Um, with, with a caveat, I mean, it's very difficult to read, um, because it's, I oh, mean, you it's read pretty, the book, you read the book, you did yeah. read the book. I thought you watched yeah. the, the TV show. No, no, no. I haven't seen the TV show yet. Oh, <clears throat> I did figured read I'd, the book. Yeah. The book's been on my reading list for, for like 12 years now. And I finally just got around to reading I it. I read the Wikipedia page and I was like, I never want to read that book ever, never. <laughs> No, I, I read the the extended version of the book with all the essays in the back, and it was <laughs> it was like reading eight hundred pages of of feminist literature. So, but I, the the actual story was good. I liked it, but I would recommend it with with hesitation 
just because it, it does deal with subject matter that is very, very difficult and very heavy and disturbing. That we shouldn't subjugate women. That is difficult. Well, when you talk about that stuff, you talk about rape, <sighs> you talk about sexual dominance, you talk about... Come on, Dan. What? You, you wanted me to talk about it. I'm just stirring up trouble. I'm just being difficult myself. But I have not seen the TV show yet. Yeah. I'm not sure that I will watch the TV show after reading the book. Looks like it's on Hulu, I think. Yep, Hulu. I don't watch Hulu. I'm still mad at them for forcing me to watch commercials even when I paid for it. I don't ever watch commercials on Hulu. Well, yeah, they stopped doing it, but... I'm still mad at him for it. Like I, they just put a bad taste in my mouth, man. I'm paying eight bucks a month for Hulu. Why am I watching these really crappy B grade commercials over and over again? They built their empire on your back. Yeah, they did. And now Matt gets to benefit from it. I appreciate your sacrifice, Heath. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Welp. Welp. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up, man. I'm tired. Anything? Really, where is Kent? Seriously, we really don't know. I, no, he, he's retreating. That's all I know. He just sprung it on us this morning. It's really weird. Ridgedale, Missouri. Oh, you're looking on Find Friend Finder. Yeah, why didn't we just look on Friend Finder? Down near the Arkansas border. So he went from wet to wetter. To well, maybe he just maybe he really is washing down the Oswego <laughs> River. I mean, I was just making a joke, but yeah. Yeah, south of Branson. South of Branson. Ozark Mountain Resort. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, right by Branson. It's very green. Man, that looks nice there. Apparently, they don't have internet access, though. Oh, the other thing during the blizzard, um, I went over to the highway with my tractor and pulled semi-trucks out of the snow. That really? was crazy. Awesome. Because there ended up so there was an empty cattle trailer headed south, and he ended up in the uh, northbound lane and face-to-face with another semi-truck. And so they were like 20 feet apart. And so, oh But the, the guy with the cattle truck was empty. So basically, as soon as he stopped moving, he was done because there was so much snow. And then the other guy would have been okay, except that there's a, another truck in his lane. <laughs> right, and so right. he, he got drifted in. Oh, man. Because it was snow, snowing so hard. Yeah. And so then, yeah. Crazy. So I, I pulled them out, and I, I got the, the highway flowing again. You saved the highway, Matt. You saved 86. 80, oh, my God. 83, I, sorry. Oh, right? 81? On. I haven't lived there in 10 years. That's, yeah. What is it? I can't it's tell one you of how those. much that hurts. It's one of those. <laughs> It's eighty-three. I 83. said that I said eighty-three it's like my next. Whole identity. I corrected you know how many, it. How many years of my life I've spent on that highway? So what anyway, you... it was funny because like so it was crazy because Chris ended up going to town to get cause both Joelle and Anna were in a at Linda's house. Oh yeah. And we so heard about that. Chris, yes. like, yeah. Chris went to get them and like like I find out about this, like after he's left or whatever. And I'm like, well, I guess you can get Anna, I guess if you're coming back anyway. And then I look on the, on the can road and the highways closed. And in fact, every highway in Southwest Kansas is closed. In fact, every highway in Western Kansas was closed at one point. <laughs> and so then Chris ends up in town and is like, and so anyway, then he comes back. I probably shouldn't say too much, but anyway, I went and got, and I had to pull him out of the ditch because <laughs> he almost made it home, but he didn't quite. And it was crazy when I went, I went with the 8100 tractor and like, I mean, I could not see anything. And it was funny on the way home, I could see the tracks from my tractor and I actually went off the road three times <laughs> and there was only one of them that I actually realized that I was doing it. Wow. And, um, but then my windshield wiper quit on that tractor, which was not fun. Oh, man. So I had to stop every eighth of a mile to to get out and Because it was such a windshield wet wiper. snow. But anyway, I'm coming back home, and there I see Tom in his sprayer driving by on Lear, on Lear Road. And 
I'm like, oh, okay. And so then I, I, I called Tom and Boyd to find out. And they were, because at the time they were forecasting, you know, it was going to keep snowing all the way into the night. And there were, you know, these two semi trucks face to face on the road. And so traffic was backed up going both ways because apparently driving through blizzards is just something people do for some reason. And um, so then they were like taking people up to the school so they wouldn't have to spend the night in their cars. Wow. And then I was oh, like, well, that's what he was doing and with then the they sprayer. Were like, yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, that's the only thing I can get around with. B- Boyd has a big old souped up, you know, four wheel drive truck that can get it. But, you know, it was a foot of snow. Yeah. On the highway. So, I mean, you couldn't even get through in a four wheel drive truck, a regular, you know, that wasn't lifted. Man. So anyway, so then they were like, yeah, if you brought your tractor over, you might be able to get these semi trucks. And, and by that, by the time I got over there with the tractor, it stopped snowing. And then the uh, snow plow showed up. And so then he was able to get, it was like one lane of traffic, but it was funny because it would weave all the way from the one shoulder all the way over to the other shoulder because he kept having to go around stalled cars. And so it's just a single lane of traffic that weaved all around the highway. <laughs> but Man. anyway. Wow. So that was that was fun. Did you get any pictures of all that? I got a few, but the problem is that like it's just too much snow. Well, one you had to do too much. No, because those guys in the semi trucks, I'm pretty sure would have people would have stopped smiling at me had I taken too many pictures. Yeah. So I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it. I really wish I'd gotten a picture of the two semi trucks face to face. Yeah, it was that one of those things. But they're both there and got the company name on the trucks, that sort of thing where right. they don't want me taking pictures. So yeah. no, I didn't, I, I got, well, what know. do they want more? No picture. Or do they want out of the snow? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I actually ended up having to shovel out in front of each tire of the one semi truck by hand before mm-hmm. I could get him pulled. Cause you know, my tractor only weighs like 18,000 pounds and he was fully loaded. So wow. 80,000 versus 18,000. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't work very good. Wow. That's impressive that you were able to get it out at all. Yeah. Well, at one point with the empty truck, I got the tractor stuck and it, and it was, the chain was tight. And so like the tractor would just spin in place, all, all six tires just spinning. And then the truck would kind of roll back so I could move like six inches forward, but then the truck would roll back into its prior place. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't get the chain untight to get unhooked. So for a while, oh. I was really worried that I had just stuck myself with this truck on the highway. But <laughs> I got out and he was able eventually to, you know, get enough forward that the chain got loose enough that we were able to unhook it. And yeah. huh. it was crazy. Mm-hmm. We were enjoying a nice rain that day. Hey, Dan, isn't it time for the dad joke moment? Um, no, we got to wrap this up. Sarah's almost here. (laughs) Say hi to Sarah for me. Okay. All right. So Matt, where can people find out more about Breaking Awesome? I don't know. Is there a place? There is. Breakingawesome.com. What does that even mean? I don't know. Ask Kent. He picked it out. He really pushed for the name, Breaking Awesome. He was like... I thought Kent hated the name. No, he wanted it. He was like, I'm not going to do the podcast if you don't choose that name. Well, well, I guess we'll never know because he's not here to defend himself. There you go. He's retreating at some resort. I don't think no, that counts No, because he said he was retreat. embarrassed when he told his quote-unquote friends what the name of the podcast was. I know. I'm just trying to make That's it... That's what he said. Look like he wanted it. I'm trying to embarrass him. Anyway, blah blah breaking awesome dot com. Except you ruined the joke. There. Hopefully he does stuff to it because I don't. I don't. Sometimes I post pictures of us while we're podcasting, which is a, a bad idea. Just take one right now. Boom! Screenshot. It's going on the website, and Matt's like full screen on my video right now because Dan's video won't work so we can see all of the mess behind that cymbals and drums and a giant xylophone it's a giant it's a glockenspiel. xylophone glockenspiel. glockenspiel 
which is German for giant xylophone. Yep. You've been listening to the Breaking Awesome Podcast. For more information about who knows what, go to breakingawesome.com. For Dan and Heath and Kent, wherever he may be, this is Matt signing off. Have a good week, y'all. Bye-bye. See ya. She's so...